All right. What is up, y'all? We are live here. We're live on Facebook. Uh, this also will go on audio um, under the show The Beat with Randall Beatley. You can get it on Spotify. Um, so uh, let's uh, dive into what we're going into today. We're going to talk this uh, Stephen Crowder versus uh, The Daily Wire drama if you don't know what's going on um i'll give you context i would like to start by saying that um um the way this is being handled is not a way i would personally do it um and i'm not going to choose sides i refuse to choose sides i refuse to be divided by this um I'm just going to sit back and really just watch the show and watch how everything happens. Um, I'll also say this. Um, Steven's first video I was okay with. Jeremy Bowring, Daily Wire's owner's response video I was okay with. And it should have ended there. It should have ended there. Steven shouldn't have replied. Candace shouldn't have gone on last night on to Tim Pool. Now, she had scheduled that in interview months in advance and what they should have done was just talk other stuff candace should candace while i agree with a lot of what she said and she brought up some good points on temple go watch it she was super personal towards crowder and i don't necessarily think that that was the best way to handle that situation in my opinion um it was super sarcastic it was it was personal attacks towards crowder um and and anyway now a lot of you in the audience may be thinking what the hell are you talking about well lucky for you we're going to find out all right, so louder, louder with Crowder or Steven Crowder versus Daily Wire. My thoughts. Let's. I made a presentation for this because this is the best way to present the information. All right, so first let's just give context for the people who don't know. What are the context? Context. So Steven Crowder a couple of days ago was like Monday or Tuesday came of this week came out with a video, um, basically stating you know he did he left the blaze basically at the end of December, mid-December, as he was closing up his year for, for that for that year. And it was his, he finished with the Blaze. Um, and he basically, he received offers from other organizations uh, who would want his show. Um, I imagine he was very fairly popular there. And he received an offer... Of course, from a company we now know is the Daily Wire. He went off and he basically created this campaign that stated um, that these bigger companies, and he wouldn't name who it was, but we all knew it was Daily Wire. If you watched that video, you knew it was Daily Wire just by what he was reading on, on screen. Um, and... He basically accused them of being an arm of big tech. And we'll get through that and where he where what he thought and what 
and, and, and what, where he thought this came from, right? He basically accused these these bigger names in the media market of being a big con. And when he and he and he means that in two different ways, um, big con being big conservative media and then big con being, you know, a, like a con man. Um, and so. Um, this is sort of his. I don't want to say crusade, but but his whole idea was, you know, if if I have to do this by myself, I will. And, and I have some opinions we'll say for the end. Um, after, you know, watching this for a few days. After that, Jeremy Boring, the owner of Daily Wire, comes out and basically responds. Now, some said he played damage control. I don't necessarily think his video itself was damage control. I think the sort of organized response from everyone else, Candace, um, Michael Knowles, Matt Wash. I haven't seen anything from Jordan Peterson, like a personal statement, or from Andrew Clavin. Funny how the oldest people involved in this um, are probably the smartest and not saying anything, though I'm sure they may have said something. I haven't haven't heard anything from Brett Cooper, which is the newer one. She's the youngest one uh, at the Daily Wire. And then you have, I don't know if you know this, if you're not subscribed to the Daily Wire Plus, you may not know that they have a sports show called crane and co um it's i don't even it's jake crane i think is his name and his brother and then one other person they talk sports from a conservative perspective it's actually a really good show but they even started talking about this so i think the response to it is more planned and more damage control um it seems to me like jeremy told everyone it looks like there was orders of hey tell him how good of a, a boss i am Tell him this is normal, that, that, that Crowder's, you know, look at, so, and again, I'll give my thoughts on it at the end. Um, let's go over the deal, though, because Jeremy Bowring's re response went over the actual content. This, these pictures that I'm going to show you are from his video. I took them straight from his video, screenshotted them, put them on this slide. So first off, it's very important. This first point is very important. This is not a contract by any means. It is a non-binding um, term sheet. What this means is this is just a conversation starter. This, right? This is this is our offer letter. This is our offer sheet. Here's our offer. Respond back with the right. And so let's go over this. Um, this this first point essentially just states that this is a term sheet. Um, it set forth the basic deals of the produce of the proposed agreement between Daily Wire and Steven Crowder. Um, right. So what else we see here now? Not everything is in bold lettering. Um, so we see the term. Uh, it's a four year deal with a two year. Uh, I think in sports terms, when I when I think of stuff like this. It's a four-year deal with a two-year team option. What that means is the initial term is four years. That's guaranteed four years that Steven Crowder will have. At the end of that four years, if Daily Wire wants to pick up his two-year option renewal, they can. Um, $50 million for the initial term and $25 million 
for the renewal term if extended paid in monthly installments. Um, this is essentially $12.5 million per year. Um, if you want to know what his monthly installment would be, not that it matters, um, but that's essentially $1,000. I think that math was wrong. I think I did that math wrong. Twelve and a half. There's no way it's that low. Twelve and a half million by twelve months. Oh, okay, yeah, one million uh, forty-one thousand. I just read. I misplaced a comma as a as a period. I can't read apparently. Anyway, so one million, basically about one million dollars per month. Um, point three here is production costs will be Crowder will bear the burden of the cost of production. Um, except on quarterly and annual content, which we'll get to below the very, the most important part of port part three here is the quality of the production must be, or will be essentially must be as good or better than his currently existing content. They put this in here for a reason, because if you're going to get 12 and a half million dollars per year, and produce worse content because I give you this guaranteed money, we're not going to keep you essentially. Right. So they put this in here saying we're paying for your show. You got to give us just as good as a show that your audience can have already expect to get right next slide. What type of content must Steven Crowder produce? Well, there's four types. You have daily, monthly, quarterly, and annual. Well, to daily content Crowder will deliver. A one and a half hour louder with Crowder audio video show of quality and kind consistent with the daily show he currently produces. This essentially they add that clause in there again. It has to be of the same quality. Basically what he already does. Um, 192 original episodes per year, which is 48 weeks working four weeks off. This also includes all ad reads and promotions requested by Daily Wire. Uh, part one, these episodes are to fil be filmed in studio Monday through Thursday, meaning he can't produce an episode of change my mind and use that as an episode for the day. Now, these have to be in studio shows Monday through Thursday. Um, one, at least one hour outside of the paywall with at least 30 minutes, meaning he can go longer, but at least 30 minutes inside the Daily Wire Plus paywall. Meet the same thing Crowder already does with Mug Club. Nothing changes here. You get your hour outside of the paywall, right? What does Crowder do now? After about an hour, hour, 15 minutes, he goes, hey, piss off, YouTube. And he goes behind what used to be the blaze when you went to Mug Club, right? Well, this is no different. You get your hour, hey, piss off, YouTube. He could literally say the same thing. Hey, you two, piss off. And then say, hey, join us on Mug Club on Daily Wire Plus, right? Um, point four, Crowder may bank or pre-record a limited number of episodes upon the approval. In Daily Wire's reasonable discretion, days without new original episodes will be scheduled in advance and subject to reasonable approval of by Daily Wire. This is right. This is this is this is basic, right? You know, let's just say Crowder needs an extra day off, right? 
he could bank an episode. He can come in if he needs a Monday off. He could come in on a, the Friday before, right, and record that Friday an episode that's banked up for when he needs a day off, right? So it's um, I don't think that's necessarily a harsh part of the contract. Um, monthly content, a ninety-minute all all access live member Q and A. And all ad reads and promotions as requested by Daily Wire. Um, as Jeremy Bowring explained, point two, currently right now they're all access. Basically what they're all access is, is a monthly get together of all the hosts and they just do a Q&A. Now, I think this would be good to have Steven a part of this with the Daily Wire, because I'm going to be completely honest. He's completely different in his, his approach to a lot of these topics. Whereas, you know, Ben's a little bit more, um moderate he 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 Ben's not willing to really press the lines outside of where typical what I would call neocons or rhinos of already ben, I, I don't trust Ben I'm gonna be honest with you Ben to me feels like controlled uh, controlled um opposition but he he's I've or I don't know the word for it the term for it it just slipped my mind he's he works for us, but he's controlled by the ops, right? And right, and I kind of feel the same way about Jeremy. I'll talk to talk about Jeremy here in a minute. What my feelings are about him. The only ones I really necessarily like on Daily Wire, honestly, is um, Michael Knowles is at least somewhat. Um, but he's still very dressed up. He dresses up the content where I feel that we need to dress it down a little bit. Um, it, it's a lot of daily wire feels like it's for a higher educated group of people that isn't representative of the typical um, Republican base. I'm not saying we're dumb, but I, I know a lot of people who, probably don't understand a lot of the bigger work right and then matt wash the only problem i have with matt wash is he just comes off super like he doesn't have a lot of personality to me and so it's hard to get behind some of what he says because he he, he can be boring at times anyway quarterly content and pause this back up real quick. Monthly content part two all ad reads and promotions as explained by jeremy at the current moment they don't do ad reads in these all accesses, but let's just say in year three of Crowder's contract, they start. Well, you have to have this in here because if you don't, if if you don't have it in there and then three years later, you change the policy. Well, Crowder is not bound by that, that by that term because he didn't sign it. Right. So you go ahead and put it in here in case things change. That's his basic business. Right. Quarterly content. That's one major Daily Wire plus promo video and photo shoot coordinated by Daily Wire, right? Um, that's just, hey, come into the studio, do a promo video that we can use to market. Day. We can market your show, market Daily Wire. You do these once every three months. And bam, I mean, that part probably would be the easiest part of the job, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, and then you have the annual content that's one feature length entertainment special um this could be um a stand up comedy special four half hour episodes of of the same 
uh, you know, like maybe a scripted series of 10 episodes, you know, something like that, right? But it's, you know, for, for Crowder, it's easy. Let's do one, you know, one uh, stand-up comedy special a year, is all, right? Which means you do all your shows, record one of them, and there's your, right, and make it a special. It, it, uh, to me, that's not hard, right? And then you need one feature-length political special, um, basically like a documentary. To me, this could be Crowder. Crowder could do a big change my mind special every year where he walks around different college campuses doing these change my minds and talking about them, like, and make it a big special each year, maybe on a different topic each, each different year. I don't necessarily think this is asking too much. I'll be completely honest with you um, for the type of money. We'll talk about the money here in a minute. Um, but for the, even with the type of money he's getting paid, I mean, it's not hard to do. I don't think this is slave labor like some of Crowder's fans and Crowder himself insinuated. Adderidge, Crowder has a problem with Adderidge. I have a problem with Adderidge. I don't think Crowder should be forced to do Adderidge. I don't think anyone should be forced to do Adderidge. How annoyed would you get right now if I were to break out and be like, and this is sponsored by, right? I'm not going to do it because I don't have any ads. But, you know, if I... I, I think it's annoying. It ruins the momentum of the show. And a lot of the Daily Wire's transitions are corny as shit. I'm just to be completely honest with you. But the biggest point in here is the one that's highlighted. Crowder will read any ad, ad copy and promo copy as requested by Daily Wire. Though Crowder will have the right to disapprove of particular sponsors other than for Daily Wire and affiliated companies, as long as he does not disapprove of more than 10% of the total sponsors brought to him. So if they come to him and say, hey, we want you to be sponsored by a Nature Valley, and Crowder says, well, I'm already sponsored by Built Bar, so that would go against my interest of being sponsored by Built Bar. Or um, I don't know if he's sponsored by the coffee company that the quartering, Jeremy, I think his name's Jeremy from the quartering as well. Um, I don't know if he's sponsored by that coffee yet, but... Um, let's just say he was, and they brought him Black Rifle Coffee Company as a sponsor, Crowder could disapprove, or let's just say Glock wants to sponsor him, but he's already sponsored by Wather, which is a different type of gun company, right? Crowder can disapprove of some of these, as long as it's not 10%. I think this is fine, right? Nothing much more to say here, but he, right? Um, the big point on this one is... First off, the email list will be maintained by Daily Wire. Um, and Daily Wire retains exclusive rights to manage, grow, and monetize Crowder's email list during the term. I'm pretty sure he, Jeremy explained to him that the email list basically goes back to Crowder after the term is over. Same with merch rights. Social media management is essentially saying all social media other than Twitter and Instagram will be controlled by daily wire, which is, you know, what happens in a lot of these entertainment contracts anyway. Um, this is where Crowder had the biggest fit or the fee reductions. This is where Crowder um, uh, basically stated 
that Daily Wire was either being controlled by big by big tech or they're they're, they're a conservative arm of big tech. Um, are these fee reductions, um, as well as uh, some, the, I think two slides down from now, um, if Crowder fails for any reason to deliver 192 episodes of the daily show, including, and excuse me, any, including any and all ad reads and daily wire and affiliate companies, promo reads approved and deemed satisfactory by the company. $100,000 reduction in the fee per instance for clarity. I love that they do this because that doesn't make a lot of sense to a person who doesn't understand legalese for clarity. Anytime Crowder misses a single episode of daily content without written daily wire approval, the fee will be reduced by a hundred thousand dollars. Basically meaning Crowder doesn't show up to work one day and decides not to do an episode. Well, he's not getting paid for that day. Now you do the math. He's only getting paid sixty-five thousand. Why are they f per episode? Why are they feeing him? Why are they penalizing him? Hundred thousand dollars. Well, you got to take in the cost of the editors and the the social media team and and all of that, right? That the, the mon right. If if uh, Daily Wire is going to put this on Instagram or not Instagram, they don't control Instagram. They're going to put this on Snapchat or they're going to put this on YouTube. Or they're going to put this on Apple and they're going to monetize it. And you don't give them that episode to monetize. They're not making any money, but they're having to pay the social media team, your editors, producers, blah, 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 blah. Right. So Crowder isn't getting paid his 65,000 for not showing up to work, but everyone else who did show up to work still has to get paid. So they put in that buffer. I think it's it's fair. Now, Crowder's biggest sort of umph against this point is, well, what if I get hit by a car? What if I'm sick? They're going to penalize me for, for being sick. Go down to point E, Crowder. Read ahead a little bit. We're going to jump down a couple points. In the event of temporary disability or serious illness, that prevents Crowder from performing. The fee will be reduced on a prorated basis, not subject to the fee reduction schedule above. What does this mean? Well, the fee reduction schedule says if you miss an episode, you're going to be penalized $100,000. But if you're sick or if you have temporary disability, um, you know, if you're maybe if your kid's sick and you give them, you let them know, um, it's going to be a prorated basis, not a, um, not according to the fee prorate it just means we'll we'll take your 12 and a half million dollars you get for the year divide it by 192 episodes get the 65 thousand dollars per episode and say okay well that's how much you're not getting paid right we're not going to charge you for everyone else but you're you're still not getting paid because we're not getting that that content which again is understandable. If you miss monthly or quarterly, again, more important content, 250,000 fee or reduction. Um, if you miss your annual content, um, that's a million dollars per instance. Um, again, the most important content, the, the one that costs the most to produce, the one that costs the most to edit, the one that costs the most to advertise. So you, if you don't produce a comedy special, that's a million dollars off of your fee. If you don't produce, uh, 
you know, a, a documentary, right? Say Matt Walsh didn't provide the documentary, uh, What is a Woman? He would have been fine. Now, again, each talent has a different contract. I don't know what his fee was, his reduction was. But again, if Crowder doesn't give the content, he's not getting paid for the content, right? I don't understand why this is hard to understand. This is, I don't see anything wrong with this personally. This is where I have a problem and where Crowder had a big problem. This is this is the big issue. If Crowder is boycotted or dropped by more than 50% of his then extant advertising partners, that is 50% of the revenue from those partners, and the company is not able to replace them within 90 days, the fee will be reduced by 25%, 5% until such time that the ad revenue has been restored. If you lose 50% of your ad money, we'll drop your fee. It's understandable, but when you're talking about Steven Crowder, you go down to point B, which is content strike. Um, if any company, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, issues a content strike um, such that the Crowder content cannot be monetized and the company is not able to resolve within 90 days, the fee will be reduced. Now, Crowder's issue is I'm already demonetized. Now, this is something that Daily Wire should have already known and something that Daily Wire shouldn't have even included in this offer sheet. But there's an easy way to go around this, Crowder, not creating a video, but sending back a red line. And I'll talk about what that means here in a minute. Sending back a red line document saying this does not make any sense. You have to personalize this. I'm already demonetized. You can't penalize me for being demonetized on YouTube because I'm already at this, right? To me, it's different. Let's say Crowder was monetized, but then working for Daily Wire, he gets demonetized. Then I can understand this rule. But him already coming in demonetized is something different. And, and again, I think Jeremy Bowring, I think Daily Wire would have negotiated it had Crowder. And then the last point we'll talk about is if Crowder is banned from any of these uh, um, companies, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, um, the fee will be reduced by 20% for YouTube, 20% for Apple Podcasts, which tells me that's where they make most of their money from. Um, Facebook, 10%, Spotify, 10%. Um, so let's stop screen here. So what are my thoughts on that? So first off, let's understand that that was not the full contract. That was the offer letter. So there's a way you go about doing this if you don't disagree with it. Or excuse me, if you don't agree with the offer letter, which I'm assuming they figured he would not agree with that offer. But there's a way you go about this. You redline it. What does that mean? Well, this point, uh, I don't agree with this point, so we're going to scratch this out and we're going to add in our clause, right? Um, Crowder decided not to do that from what we're being told. Now, no one knows for certain if Jeremy's being honest or not, but I don't see a reason for him to lie when he's already sort of in a bad, at this point when he, re, when he produced this video, he was already in a bad light because it was made out that he sort of is being the, the, the slave of, big tech 
in in the conservative arm, he's already in a bad light there. So why would he put himself in a different light by or in a worse light by uh, by lying? I don't think he's lying. Uh, I don't think Crowder. And it's on brand for Crowder to react the way he did. What I mean by that is Crowder's a reactionary. He, he, to me, he's not a rational person at times. When he gets frustrated, Crowder doesn't seem very rational. But that doesn't mean he's, he's wrong. Alex Jones is a reactionary. He says things when he gets frustrated that I don't purposely think he means. Um, some of the best leaders are reactionaries. But there's a there's a way a professional way to go about like I would not have done what Crowder was if if I was in Crowder's shoes. Um, I would not have responded the way he did. I would, I would have, at least sent back a counter offer saying this is the least that I would take. Um, now I think that offer monetarily is a joke. I'm gonna be completely honest. There are two areas of, of that offer that I disagree with. The, the first one is the monetary value. The second one is, like I've already mentioned, they should have known he's already demonetized on YouTube, and that should have never even been in. That should not have been a clause in that offer. Um, they, sh- they have to work around Crowder. First off, do you drop Crowder because he's like he's the biggest name in conservative media? Let's just be completely honest. Um. And so, but the more, the thing I would be more pissed off about is that offer. 50 million over four years is 12 and a half million a year. That is way too low for the brand that Steven Crowder has put together over the last decade. Um, I honestly think that Crowder has the potential on day one, say he signed with them on Daily Wire Plus to bring them at least 200,000. I'm going to say with some about 75, 80% certainty that Steven Crowder could have brought them 300,000 new subscribers. Now, I don't exactly know Daily Wire's price. I know they charge per month, but I also know they charge per year. Let's just say it's 150 a year. Um. 300,000 at $150 a year is $45 million a year at it on day one. Um, that's 45,000, excuse me, 45 million a year, not 12 and a half million. So if you're going to pay him 12 and a half million per year and he's bringing $45 million in that first year, well, you completely undervalued Steven Crowder. And this was Steven Crowder's point, I think. Steven can play this game like it's not about the money. And his argument may not, it has to be monetary. And I'm going to tell you why. If this was about, if this was about the YouTube protection and the band protection, I don't think you make a video about this. I think Crowder knew how much he wanted to make, and because he got low-balled, which I don't think this was a low offer. This was the least we the least we would offer you, right? This isn't the most we would offer you. This is the least we would offer you. And we're here negotiating, and I think, honestly, that Daily Wire probably would have compromised and given him 20, 
million dollars a year. I and that to me that's still undervalued. Um, but for Crowder to come back and say, no, I don't want 50 million, I want 140 million. That's not the way you negotiate, my dude. You don't go all the way out like that. And you sent like I like I said, I would have done the professional thing. I'm more of a rational person though. Um where I'm not more, I'm not a reactionary. I'm more of a rational person. So I would have said, well, this makes no sense. This part makes no sense. Hey, let's get rid of this. Let's send them this offer instead. And then that's, then you negotiate it. That's the way I would have handled it. But I don't necessarily think Crowder is wrong in his reaction. Um, they completely undervalued him. They completely undervalued what that brand is worth. I think them. I personally think within. Um, let me give my actual thoughts so that way I can. I think this whole debacle was a planned thing from Steven Crowder. I think he understood that he needed to make a splash. That he was going by. I thought he was going by himself solo from the from the day he announced he was leaving the Blaze. I figured he was going solo. Um. First off, he doesn't fit at Daily Wire. Like I said, he's too dressed down for that audience. Um, and everyone there is more of a rational type. And he's, like I said, he's the reactionary. He would not fit in there. I think personally what Crowder is going to do is create Mug Club as its own entity. And I think he's going to bring in people, which is why I think he said, hey, email creators, email me at this email. I think he's looking for up and coming creators to put on his, to put on his network. And I think he's going to either continue to do louder or crowder for a little bit and then stop, or he will give it to someone else or just not do it at all. And I think he, he's going to step into the, the background and, and run um, mug club as its own entity. And I, pretty much for certain think that he'll 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 get somewhere around 300,000 to 400,000 subscribers within the first month um and 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 I think he can bring in 40 to 100 million dollars a year. I am certain that he could do that. Um and so he the, the offer is completely undervalued of the brand. Um especially with there's provisions we didn't go over that are in there that basically state that the catalog that will come with Crowder, he he'll own, will lease it, but anything daily wire essentially creates or produces we own forever. So you're basically giving ownership of all new content. Um, and that's just first off, that's typical business. Um, but it's not what Crowder's looking for. Um, at the end of the day, and we're going to end this. I don't want to continue talking about this. It's not that important, to be honest. At the end of the day, whatever happens, um, I think Crowder's purpose is, is twofold. One, he needs to create some excitement around Mug Club being its own entity. What better way than to immediately throw a target at Daily Wire? Um, but secondly, I think he honestly means what he says when he wants to protect the up-and-coming content creator. Um, I don't think a lot of people recognize that a lot of these people, CRTV, which is run by Mark Levin, 
um, the which owns the Blaze, um, Fox News, Newsmax. Um, what's the other one? Uh, OAN, um, Daily Wire. I don't think people recognize that they're in this to make money. And with that, some of the younger talent are going to be exploited. If you're not, and I think Crowder did this on purpose, knowing Jeremy would go over the contract so that these content creators can see what these contracts or these offer letters look like. Um, they will can, they will own all of your stuff. They will essentially make you an employee. You work for me for this term and you do what I say and I own all your stuff and I make more money than I'm paying you. And that's business. That's all of the entertainment industry right there. So I think Crowder honestly means what he says when he wants to protect them. However, I don't think he's 100% right. The way he went about this is childish. Recording Jeremy Bowring's conversation with him is childish, especially if what is being said by Candace Owens that he they had these negotiations in October, November, he basically said, if you're not going to offer me in the 140 million range, I'm done talking. In November, they stopped talking. And then weeks ago, he calls Jeremy with the per with the plan of recording the conversation so he can make these videos. If that's true, that's childish and un that's immature. And th that's not the way we should be operating, right? Um, in the same way, though, Candace... You did kind of in your documentary on BLM record BLM without them knowing. So I see the C's not one to, to, to cast stones. I'm, I'm not saying I agree fully with Candace. In fact, I think she's controlled opposition as well. Um, but I don't think Steve, like I said, I'm not trying to pick sides. I don't think Steven's a hundred percent in the right. He went, he went about this the wrong way. However, Daily Wire, your, your, your offer letter sucks, right? You can sit there and claim, oh, I think it's a good one. It sucked. For whom, for whom you were talking to, that offer sucked. It was you completely undervalued his company and what he has built. And you knew he was already demonetized yet you still put in, hey, you're going to be penalized if you're demonetized. So, I first off, I don't even understand why they sent an offer. I, 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 I just don't. Um, if, if, if they knew that was a clause they wanted to keep, I don't understand why they would even waste the time to send an offer, personally. Um. And part of me just thinks that Steven wanted to see what their offer letter was. Because um, I don't know about you. I've had feelings about Daily Wire that they were sort of controlled and they purposely sort of censor what can and cannot. Personally, I would never sign a contract with Daily Wire. Um, the ad reads kill me. Um, the... Um, 
the sanitization of what you can and cannot say is an uh, and that's that's all for that's not just daily wire that's all conservative media right that conservatives in general have this sort of idea that we need to whitewash ourselves not really whitewash that we need to sanitize ourselves and sort of clean ourselves up and and you know we're not allowed to cuss and we're not allowed to say say this and we can't say this and and right and candace owens basically put out this idea that uh and, and i actually agree with candace on this point that it is smart business to to follow the rules right and so let me talk where i agree with daily wire crowd what the, the offer sucked monetarily but everything else in the offer outside of the content strike rule and the offer the the monetary value itself that those sucked everything else 100% reasonable 192 episodes a year you get 4 weeks off a year um you fail to produce episodes that right you get a hundred thousand dollars removed from your feed each episode you miss that's reasonable that's a hundred percent reasonable um right if i fail to show up to work one day i don't get paid same thing for crowder right um and candace did say something on temple that i did agree with it's not hard to just Play by the rules a little bit. I, I've always said this. Conservatives need to learn how to play the game. Right? Now, I'm a wrestling fan. All my wrestling fans, if you're watching this, you're going to hear me uh, and, and understand what I'm talking about. Triple H's song says it's all about the game and how you play it. Right? Right? So, if you know the game is rigged towards you, you have to change the way you play the game. Is it unfair? No one's saying, and I don't think anyone at Daily Wire would would assume that big tech is um, favoring conservatives. I don't think in a perfect world, Candace basically said, in a perfect world, we, we shouldn't have to worry about YouTube demonetizing someone for speaking their opinion. But that's not the world we live in, right? We have to We have to play the game in the reality that we live in. So Crowder, save your controversial shit behind the paywall. The system that Daily Wire has and wanted you to abide by was essentially the same that you were already abiding by, just throw in some ad reads. So I don't necessarily think they were asking too much from Crowder. I think they undervalued him, and I think that remove penalizing him for something that happened prior to the contract to me is a little asinine but again that's something you redline and say hey personally i'm already demonetized i don't feel that it's fair that you penalize me for being demonetized can we remove this from the contract and i'm sure they you know i'm sure they would remove that from the contract for someone like crowder right i don't think what they were offering is all that bad I've had like initially I thought Jeremy was just sort of trying to sanitize this situation, trying to make it disappear and trying to do damage control. But the more that I sit here and think about it. Now, maybe it's just because Jeremy, Jeremy could sell you a fucking bag of shit. Like, I'm not even joking. Jeremy 
hearing Jeremy Bowring speak, he's he's a great salesman. He could sell you anything. Uh, maybe he has that sort of power on on some people. When but but his video, and this is what I wanted to say about Jeremy. I don't know him personally. I would love to meet him personally. Um, but I love the transparency he showed. Not a single other CEO in this company in this world, at least in this country, not a single other C- CEO would show a confidential agreement like he did and go over it line by line, page by page. I love the transparency. That's the type of transparency I want to see out of someone in DC that we elect to, to, to represent us. That's the type of transparency that I want to see when we vote on bills in Congress, right? C-SPAN should air the reading of the bill and the explanation of every line. Like Jeremy Bowring just went over this. Like that's the type of transparency that I want to see. So if anything, the fact that we're having this conversation that Jeremy and Steven are able to have this conversation now past the first video Steven made, like I said, I was okay with Jeremy's response. I love, absolutely loved it. I think he did a very good job presenting the contract or it's not a contract, the term sheet, excuse me. Um, now Steven's re- second re- response to Jeremy's video, childish, childish. Candace, the only thing I hate about Candace's response to it on Tim Pool is first off, when she gets heated, she doesn't slow down her speech. Like she speeds up her speech when she gets angry and she went with the sarcasm sort of childish. Like if I feel now that we're sort of just watching high school, Michael Knowles basically said this, that I tried to stay quiet on this high school drama, basically. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't care who wins this. I, I don't think there will be a winner of this. I think ultimately this is a, this is a, a, a dangerous situation that Steven Crowder opened up here because the left is laughing at us. The, and, and now, so here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at. Steven, I appreciate you trying to, to save the up and coming content creators. If that was actually your goal. Um, but in the meantime, the, the left is laughing at us. Daily wire quit making this about the money. Steven has already said, this is not about the money. Every single response that I see, and now the left is going along with it, is every single response is Steven Crowder turned down $50 million. He thinks he's worth more than anybody else. Well, yes, he's worth more than anybody. Sorry, Candace. The Crowder is thousands of times bigger than your podcast. Thousands of times better than comment sessions with, with Brett Cooper, who just, just got started. Nothing against her. But it's just, it's already bigger. So, yes, it's worth more. Um, so, the left is laughing at us. This, this is a high school situation again. And no matter how this ends, this is where I'm at. Crowder is needed. Daily Wire is also needed. Daily, Daily Wire, at the end of the day, even if they are an evil to... Even if they are controlled opposition, like I believe some of them are, at the end of the day, if they put forth conservative value, liberty-minded content and become sort of the right-wing version of Disney, it's a net positive. 
And I'm not going to sit here and, and complain and, and say that they're, they're anywhere in the wrong. They may be controlled opposition. They may not go as far as we want them to go, right? But we also, right, so they're not fully right, but they're not fully wrong. Crowder, same thing. He's not fully right, but he's not fully wrong. We need Crowder. We need the reactionaries. They're both needed. I don't know why this exploded the way it did. It should have been Crowder posted his video, and Crowder shouldn't have even posted the first video. Right? We shouldn't even, this shouldn't even be news. But it is, so we're talking about it. So let me know in the comments. Let me know. Like, share, subscribe this. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of The Beat with Randall Beatley. I'll see you on the next episode.